Now, Annie, I'm glad you've come here for this moment because I can't promise you a new outfit as you come out of the baptistry this morning. And I suspect that everyone will be very glad that I'm not responsible for picking out the clothes for people who have been baptised. But when we get baptised, we are declaring that we've decided to follow Jesus and we are publicly demonstrating that we're going to put on these metaphorical new clothes. This is about saying, I'm going to do everything I can with every fibre of my being to live this new way that Jesus has called me by name to live. It's saying, I'm going to put every effort to put down the things that Jesus would want me to put down. And I don't know any of us, however many years ago we were baptised, if we've been baptised already, who don't need to be reminded that we need to make every effort to put on these new clothes. And in many ways, keep taking off these old ones that seem to find their way back into our wardrobes. Of course, the point is not really about clothes. It is that there are certain patterns of behaviour which are common, which we grow up with, that act as prevailing winds for many of the people around us, as well as for us. And it's difficult because that's not always the way Christ calls us to live. And instead, these new patterns of behaviour must be put on. Friends, it is almost certainly the case that the Christian life is not an undemanding one. It's a calling to have every area of our life shaped by the teachings of Jesus. It's a decision to do all we can to be a faithful student, to be an effective witness. Baptism is a mark of starting something new. It isn't saying we've got everything sorted and under control, that we're living the perfect Christian life. Baptism is a statement of intent, not a certificate of achievement. But it is saying that with God's help and with the church's help, we're going to give it our best shot. That's all any of us can do. Of course, those of us who've been at this a while, and I know there are plenty of people here who've been at this longer than I have, none of us get it right all the time, do we? We get it wrong. We do things that we're encouraged not to do. We don't do some of the things that we're challenged to do. We still make bad choices. We still do things that we know isn't God's best for us. We sin. But that's why today is so important. It isn't that when we get baptised, we'll never sin again, but it is saying that we're putting all our trust in the forgiveness and graciousness of God. Because however much our own effort and willing can take us, however far along that road it can get us, we will not be perfect before we see him in glory. And therefore we need God's help. And God offers us forgiveness and graciousness through Jesus Christ. And in baptism, God promises to be present with us in a particularly significant and poignant way. You see, in baptism, it's not just symbolic. It's not just important that Annie's here and making this decision. In in baptism, God does something. This is a sacramental moment. When we get baptised, God grafts us into the family of God. We don't belong to the old order of things anymore. And as we come out of the water, we are raised with him to new life. Last Sunday, Annie and I, we were talking about this, weren't we, about how a baptism mirrors the Easter story. How, if you think of the story on the Friday, Jesus is upright on the cross. And on the Saturday, he is laid down in the tomb. And on the Sunday, gloriously, he rises again. Now, I've done that with the wrong arm, because we're going to be going that way. (laughs) 
But if you think of what Anne is about to do in a few moments, she'll be standing up. Jesus' death for our sin, offering us hope and life on the Friday. Then we have Holy Saturday, and then we have the glorious new life beginning. And so what Annie's going to do is mirroring that Easter story in her baptism this morning. It's only possible to have today because Jesus made a way to turn back the powers of sin and darkness in order to give us a pathway towards truth and light. He is the gateway to glory. Because of the cross and the resurrection, we will always have hope for the future. Because of Jesus, we will always have a root home, however lost we might get. Because of God's love for us, we can find sanctuary and safety and blessing. You know, all of these truths, they were there in our Old Testament reading too, and it runs right throughout the scripture and the history of God's people. In that psalm we read in verse 3, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. In verse 6, the Lord sustains the humble. In verse 11, the Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in God's unfailing love. Putting our hope in God's unfailing love is exactly what we're doing when we come to be baptised. And if you're here this morning and you'd like to take that step, you want to put all your eggs in the Jesus basket to declare that you're going to live as best you can as one of his disciples, then I encourage you this morning to grasp that moment, to hear that prodding and to talk to me or Vicky or quite frankly anyone you can find before you leave the building today. Say it out loud before the moment passes and you might find yourself in the waters soon enough. Annie's already made that decision though and I'm so glad that she did. And if her experience is anything like mine, she'll be glad that she did for the rest of her life. And for so many of us who have been baptised before, a baptism is a joyful thing not just for that person but because it brings back to us the joy of our own decision to follow Jesus and pass through those waters. When Annie and I and everyone else here have been baptised, we're tasked with living that new life that Paul talks about. And we're telling everyone else that we can about the one who heals the brokenhearted and binds up wounds and sustains the humble and gives hope through his unfailing love. That's the very best thing that we have to offer. And I cannot think of a better message for our world at this time than to speak of one who heals the brokenhearted and binds up wounds and ministers to us through unfailing love. May God bless us all as we take our faith out into the world to meet God there, to make it a better place, and to help other people find hope in God. And may God bless you, Annie, as you take this step today. It takes courage to get baptised. It takes commitment to live a life of faith. I pray, we all pray, that God will not only guide you and help you, but that you will experience life in all its fullness on every day that follows from this one. Amen. Let's pray together. And so gracious God, we thank you for the gift of baptism and we thank you for the gift of your unfailing love that because of you we have great hope for the future. Lord, we thank you that you have ministered to us through your Holy Spirit that we can testify to how you bind up our wounds and heal our broken hearts. But Lord, we bring ourselves to you now and ask that from wherever we are this morning with you, you would lead us on to what comes next. And this we pray in the name 
of Jesus who makes all of this possible.